everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on our new episode. As you can see, we have some special guests in our studio audience. Well, actually not the audience. We're here with us. They're my audience. <laughs> we'll say it that way. But I have my beautiful friend, um, uh, Pastor Elia McNutt. She pastors a church in Portugal, California. And then I have my lovely assistant, Elizabeth Valenzuela. <laughs> she is a minister also. She ministers with uh, Children's Church in our church here. And today we have uh, exciting things to be sharing with you the next four episodes. We're going to be here. We're, we're excited about it. Um, so please make sure that you like and subscribe to this channel because we want to make sure that we are providing content to help you with your everyday life. You know, there's a call of God on your life. There's a call of God on your family. There's a reason and a purpose and a plan for why you're married. You're the kids that you have are married. Maybe if you're not married yet, don't not watch just because you're not married. This is going to be the next four episodes. We are going to be talking about marriage and ministry and life and how to do it better. But if you're not married, don't not watch. You still need to watch because you know what? You, you get these things, you get this information and you shelf it for later. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So make sure you like and subscribe and we really appreciate it. So again, like I said, we're talking about marriage and we were trying to figure out, <laughs> we we're trying to figure out uh, how long we've been married together. I've been married 33 years. I've been married eight and I've been married 24. So we did the math and it's 68, 65. 65, sorry, I had to look at somebody to get the right number. We had to try to do the math. You know, and together, 65 years, and we've made wonderful, wonderful um, things happen. God has made so many great things happen for our marriages. Uh, I, we can honestly sit here, and I wouldn't have had them on here if I didn't think that they had a good marriage. No. Um, has it always been like that? No. No. <laughs> no, it's not always been like that. You know, um, my husband and I, we got saved. Um, we were already married. And if you don't know a little bit about our story, maybe you're just watching us today and you can, you're, maybe you're thinking, well, what are they going to show me? What are they going to teach me about marriage? You know what? We know what we're going to teach you. We're going to teach you the things that we did right. We're going to share with you the things that we did wrong. Yep. And we're going to share with you the things that we wouldn't do again yes. or we would do again. <laughs> and um, just to help each other out, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. But I've been married 33 years. Um, my husband and I got saved, and we were already married when we got saved. We were in a situation to where uh, we were married, uh, we got saved, and we did not like each other. We did not want to have anything to do with each other other than we love Jesus, and that's all we wanted. And thank the Lord that Amen. he changed that. Or he, he just fixed what the enemy was trying to destroy, he fixed it into a beautiful thing. I can honestly tell you that I love my husband every day more than I did the day before. Amen. Um, he's just, and I don't know why I'm crying, but <laughs> <laughs> I just love him. I mean, he's just a great, great man um, in the pulpit and at home. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like, and I think that's a really good, really good point to say is that I love him for who he is at home. Amen. I love him for everything that he does in our marriage, in our home, for our children, our grandchildren. What he does at home when nobody's watching. Amen. What he does at home when there's no cameras yeah. and there's no an audience, there's no, uh, um, you know, a bunch of people watching him. Who he is at home Amen. is who he is behind that Amen. pulpit. And that's why I really feel like I could follow him. Amen. Amen. Um, tell us a little bit about your marriage and just go from there. Whatever you guys feel led to share. Well, um, as she stated, um, I've been married eight years, and obviously we're talking about marriage, so I was married pr prior for uh, 22 years, and that didn't work out. <laughs> so what I like to tell people is that um, 
you know, it wasn't necessarily God's plan for divorce to come in, but it happened. And so I like to tell people that I'm on the same destination, a different plane, <laughs> right? So I'm still going to get to the same place that God intended for me to get to because I stayed faithful to him. That's right. But I'm on a different plane. Amen. 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 So that's kind of in a little <laughs> nutshell, like how I like to say things. Amen. <laughs> and I have been married 24 years and it hasn't always been amazing, <laughs> but I am so glad for these two ladies here because it's so important who you allow to talk into your marriage, and that's why I am here being able to say that it's been 24 years married that I've been married with my husband. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, it's important to have a joyful marriage. Yes. Um, not only, you know, I know a lot of couples that they're married and they're not happy. Mm -hmm. A lot of couples, they're married and there is no joy. It's yeah. like, you're married because we're not going to get a divorce, you know, uh, and that's exactly you're existing. Mm -hmm. You're happy. You're in a marriage and maybe that's you too. Maybe you're in a marriage that that you're not happy. Maybe you're just married. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how my husband and I were. We were just married and we had a little girl and we felt like we need to make this work because we have a daughter. Mm -hmm. And then we realize, oh my gosh, this kid's going to be so jacked up. <laughs> because all she's seen is yelling and screaming and throwing and knives being hurled at people. <laughs> Mainly one person. And <laughs> you know, all the, all, that's all she's seen. That's all she knows. And so for us, um, it was not joyful. For us, it was horrible. You know, the first three years were horrible, just horrible. And uh, God came in, praise the Lord, and changed Amen. it around. So maybe you're in a marriage right now that, that there's just no um, joy. And Amen. the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. And, Amen. and, you know, I heard Jerry Seville say this yesterday. He said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. He said, if you have no joy, the enemy can come in and steal yes. your joy. Yes. And if he comes in and steal your, steals your joy, then he steals the, your ability to win. Amen. He does. Amen. And I don't want that. Amen. You know, right. we want to have a joyful marriage. So, ladies, I want you guys to share with me things that you feel. Ellie, if you'll go with me really quick to, um, to four, Ephesians 4.26. I'm going to read that for us right okay. now. And, and then you guys just share your thoughts. You know, there's nothing, um, there's nothing scripted, ladies. So uh, we may see things that we weren't planning on saying, but you just make sure that the Holy Spirit, just whatever he tells you to say, Amen. you go ahead and say Amen. it. Amen. So I'm going to read to you Ephesians 4.26 because um, it's, it's so important. Uh, we're we're going to talk about no matter no matter what happens. One really really good point is no matter what happens in your marriage. And you know, um, can, I'll share this. Maybe you're engaged right mm -hmm. now. Maybe you're engaged. Maybe you're in a relationship. I will say this: that if you are in a relationship and you're getting ready to be married, these are really good episodes Amen. to watch. Amen. If you're in a relationship and you're not sure if you're supposed to stay with this person, if you can't do these things. Uh, that we're going to be talking about before you're married, yes. like making sure that you, um, you, you're you not staying angry, yes. making sure that your arguments don't go throughout the yes. night. Well, if you're not married, you just shouldn't be shouldn't going be. through that through the night. <laughs> but um, I'm talking before you hang up at night, you know, before when you would hang up at night, oh, I, I don't want to hang up, I don't want to hang up. And then when you're mad, you're like, I'm hanging up. You know, you just hang up. No, those are things that you need to fix before Amen. you're married. Right. Before, or Amen. it's just going to, it just gets worse because and then, you go to bed angry, and then you can't leave. Right. So you just <laughs> stay angry. So we're going to be talking about making sure not to let the sun go down in your wrath. I can tell you, for me personally, that was something I struggled with. 
Big time. Same. Oh, I struggled with that <laughs> so much because I had a right to be angry. You <laughs> made me mad. And you know, and I'll just share with this, share you this with you. It wasn't just before I was saved. It was even after I got saved. Mm -hmm. I had a problem with this. I knew that the scripture was in here. I knew that God didn't want it for me. And I would rather stay up all night talking about the situation <laughs> and not be angry. But my husband's attitude was, I'm going to go to bed because yes. you're still mad. Yes. And so I can't fix it. So he would just go to bed. And that just would make me more angry because how dare you go to bed when we're mad? I mean, it just was the worst thing ever. You know, but I'll read to you for, for um, Ephesians 4.26 that shares with you why you shouldn't do this, you know. When angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath, your exasperation, and that's how I was, your fury. I'm Latina. I had a lot of fury, you know. <laughs> Our indignation lasts until the sun goes down. Leave no such room or foothold for the evil, for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. I didn't realize that I was giving yeah. the devil opportunity. Mm -hmm. Even in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. I'm mad. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going <laughs> to bed. Mm -hmm. And then my mm -hmm. oh, my husband was so amazing. He would beg me. He would beg me for us to fix it before he would go to bed. And he would quote the scripture to me, <laughs> and he would tell me, there's every evil work when we don't fix this. And I'm like, well, I'm still mad. I mean, it was horrible. It was awful. Uh, like I said, we've been married 30 years. The first um, three years were horrible. And then the five years after that, like eight years, because then we got saved and had to fix the first three years and the first five years of being saved. It was awful. We did all of this stuff. But what can you say that the Lord showed you so that you don't do this? Well, you know, the thing that he showed me is that um, God didn't tell me to get married or not get married. It was a choice I made. And so coming into that decision and what we tell people is that, you know, you don't have to be married. But if you are married, then you need to honor God in that marriage. Yes, right, and that yeah. means honor his Amen. word, like you said. Mm -hmm. You know, does it always feel good? No. <laughs> is it um, challenging? Yes. Um, are we perfect at it? Absolutely not. But, you know, God is perfect in us and his work is perfect in us. And so when we abi abide in him and abide in his word, it's easy. It's joyful. Mm -hmm. It's joyful mm -hmm. to honor him. It's joyful to uh, be that woman of God that God has called us to be. Ultimately, you're supposed to be honoring God in your covenant, even before your husband. So sometimes, you know, you don't feel like it, and he's not really worthy of that. <laughs> but God is, amen? Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps me grounded in making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing as a wife. Yeah, and me, it was, I had a problem, too, with, you know, um, trying to talk the situation before I went to sleep, and then my husband... <laughs> just so soundly sleeping while I'm over here festering everything that's happening. It wasn't good, you know, and so we had to get to a place where we're like, no, we're going to talk about it first, and then you could go to bed because he goes to sleep like literally five seconds he's out. I'm not. I, like, I'm in bed, and I have to think about things, everything, but he's not like that. So, you know, it takes practice, and, and one thing is not to give up, you know, making yeah. sure that you're yes. always honoring God, and even if it doesn't work out the first time, but you don't say, okay, well, didn't work out I'm not going to keep on doing it no you keep on mm -hmm. doing the word and eventually you know the word never fails and that's yes. what we have to always remember and then there's joy <laughs> you know when you go to sleep because you don't want to be going to sleep with being angry at your husband <laughs> yeah uh, I know for me I I remember the first you know and even it's the same way it is to this day. I, don't, I know it's kind of weird but I can't go to sleep unless I roll over and hold him I couldn't roll over. I couldn't go to sleep until <laughs> I'd hold him. And right before I'd go to sleep, then I'd roll back over. And so for me, if I was mad and he was asleep, 
I would wait <laughs> until he was asleep and didn't know I was going to hold him. And so I'd wait. I, I'm mad. He's like asleep because he, he and, and I would just give him his props. He never wanted to ever go to sleep uh, angry. Never. He he is he's such a good man. He never wanted to go to sleep angry. He always wanted to make sure we talked about it. He always wanted to make sure. And me, I was like, I'm mad, and you're not giving me the right solutions or giving me what I want. So, <laughs> so he would just give up. He's just like, I'm going to bed because I've already asked you to forgive me. You've already forgiven me. We've already talked about the situation, and I can't do anything anymore. So he would just be like, you know, roll over and go to bed. And in the morning when we would talk about it or something, I'm like, how could you have just, and then I throw the scripture on him, you went to bed. You went to bed and we were angry and he's like, but I asked you to forgive me. I did everything I was supposed to do. He's like, this was all on you. And so uh, he was correct. And But I would roll over, I would wait till he fell asleep and then I would roll over, hold him. And then if he would wake up, I'd, I'd pretend like I wasn't holding him. I'd hold him and then I'd roll over and go to bed. But, because I had to hold him, you know, and, and we should never stop. I was, oh, I was, and when you really get down to it, I was allowing pride. Mm -hmm. I was allowing, allowing um, just selfishness. Yes. I was allowing um, just emotions mm -hmm. to overrule everything, every single thing. And I, I, I could tell you exactly what happened when I said, I'm never doing this again. Mm -hmm. I remember just one day just being upset. And he's a rolled over going to bed and thinking, oh, my gosh. I'm over here losing sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm exactly. over here losing sleep, and he is a peachy keen <laughs> asleep. And he would just asleep in the Lord, and his rest was in the Lord. And I realized, oh, my gosh, this is so dumb. <laughs> so, of course, I woke him up to tell him how dumb I was being, and uh, we just decided. And I can't tell you when it was. Yeah. I can tell you it was after we were saved. I can't tell you exactly when it was, but I can tell you that 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 has been years and years and years of we don't do that ever yeah. and we don't we just don't mm -hmm. do that because i realized at that moment that i was allowing my feelings i was allowing my emotions i was allowing my, honestly pride like i said earlier to rob me of what god wanted to do in our marriage yeah. if we if this was an area oh we you know we love each other we this we this or that but in this area we're not winning mm -hmm. um I was like, oh no, I'm not ever allowing the enemy to punk me in that yeah, area. Yeah. I'm not, I'm never allowing the enemy to punk me in that area. And not only that, but I didn't want to go to sleep not in peace. Yes. I didn't want to go to sleep not in peace at night when I need God's peace in my home. I didn't want to leave an area where every evil work can happen mm -hmm. in our home because I was being selfish or I was being prideful or I was being just, you know, adamant that I had to get my mm -hmm. way, mm -hmm. you know, and it, I just was, was just decided I'm never going to allow that to happen again, Amen. you know. Amen. Can you remember a time where you wanted that to happen and you just put your pride aside and just, you know, give me an instance of that. I remember uh, when uh, Randy and I first got married and I don't know what he was used to. We'll just keep that where it's at. And so <laughs> I remember being upset with him and you know, like her, I'm always one of those people that I want to deal with what I need to deal with right then and there. I don't want to carry it into the next day. Joy does not come in the morning. You know what when I'm saying? Don't. When you don't, joy will not come to you, and it will not come to me. I'm very much like, let's handle this now. And so I remember I was so upset over, I don't even remember what it was. And I remember we were laying in bed, 
and he was mad and I was mad and I just rolled into his arms and I was just talking to him and I was touching him and I could feel his heart, you know, just beating out of his chest. He was so <laughs> angry. And I remember him being tense, like, I don't know what she's going to do to me right now. <laughs> and I remember just talking to him and telling him, I'm so upset with you. I'm so upset with what you did and what you said and how you handled this situation while I'm laying in his arms and I'm I actually, I think, yeah, the first time that happened, we were laying in bed, and I and I remember just touching him and talking to him and, you know, touching his beard and his face, and he, he was just really tense, and I remember saying, like, I'm not going to treat you wrong. I'm not going to um, disrespect you or dishonor you because I'm mad at you, but you're going to know I'm mad, and you're going to know <laughs> why I'm mad, but that doesn't disregard, exactly. um, you know, how I feel about you, Amen. and so I remember... You know, those first few times, he just freaked out because I'm sure he thought I was going to stab him or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's a stabber. I'm not the stabber. But I remember him, like, um, like the way he reacted was, like, I'm going to hurt him. And when I didn't, it was such a, a, a difference to him. Mm -hmm. It was such a, um, it was foreign. It was foreign to him. And I said, listen, I love you, but I love God more. That's right. And because I love Amen. God more, I'm Amen. not going to disrespect or dishonor you, but I'm mad. <laughs> and so you need to know why I'm mad. And so I remember that being like a turning point for us. And it happened several times before he finally realized I'm not going to choke him out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think that the, um, the enemy and the enemy tries to make sure that people stay in anger and react to yeah. anger. Yeah. You know, and a previ his previous marriage showed him that anger... Uh, there was a reaction to yeah. anger. Mm -hmm. When you're in the Lord, you, there's it's okay to be angry Amen. about a Amen. situation, but not react in anger. The right. Word says that we can we can be angry, angry. but we don't have to sin in Amen. our anger. Amen. And I think for me too, realizing that I could I could be angry about the situation, but that doesn't mean I have to throw something. Yeah. It doesn't mean I have to you know wait till he's asleep and karate chop him, <laughs> chop him in the head. <laughs> And then pretend yeah. like I'm asleep when he wakes up. That has happened before. I won't say who, <laughs> yeah. who it happened to. But Elizabeth, could you read to me um, Ephesians uh, 4, 31 and 32? Or Elia, one of you, if you guys can read that. Because I think it's important for us to understand that being that type of person that can instantly forgive yeah. saves us so much. Elizabeth, yes. if you could read that. So Ephesians 4, 31 says this. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Amen. 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 You know, I think that that makes, makes sure that we are, we if we have that in the forefront, not making sure that it's not more important to be angry. Yes. It's not more important to stay um, to stay in that unforgiveness. I know, and I'll just, you're my little sister. Yes. This is my little sister, if you didn't know. Uh, she had a very, very big problem. And I can share this because we've shared this before. A very, very big problem with unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was huge, even us growing up. Man, I was the aggressor <laughs> when we were growing up. I was the one that would, would fight her. And I was older, so I could beat her up. <laughs> and then my mom would come whip us both. And then she would be mad at me. I'm like, why are you mad at me? Um, mom spanked us. We need to get over this. But she wouldn't. It I would take wouldn't. her forever. <laughs> I, I would take, and then I would be mad at her more because she didn't forgive me. And I was the one that hurt her. You know? <laughs> what do you think that really changed? How did you get this in your spirit to where you didn't hold on to forgiveness? 
Um, you know, I think um, unforgiveness just opens up so many doors yeah. and, yes. and it just robs you of blessings. And, and I did have a really bad issue with unforgiveness. You know, um, like being mad, I, I wouldn't be mad, but I still had that unforgiveness. You know, I would still think about things and stuff in our marriage. But when I was mad, I would still do what I needed to do. Like I make my husband lunch in the mornings, you know, I wash, I do whatever a wife is supposed to do, even though I was angry. But that didn't exclude that I was walking in unforgiveness to where, you know, at first you don't think that you have unforgiveness, but things start bottling up to where you're opening a door to the enemy. And I could, I could go back to exactly when this broke was like 15, 16 years ago. You know, I was, uh, we were just having marriage issues and everything. And, you know, God really showed me, you know, that I had an issue with unforgiveness. I mean, I could talk to people, even if they had hurt me, I would be nice to them. I would, you know, help them and everything, but in my heart, and that's really where it's at in yes. your heart and is where everything starts. And that stem of unforgiveness starts. And so, um, you know, I could really, I really know that, you know, when I allowed God just to, you know, realize how he forgave me and me, if I expected God to forgive me, then I needed to make sure that I forgave my husband in the same way. And, and we weren't enemies, you know, we were a team. And so uh, I could really say like 15 years, 16 years ago is when I had breakthrough to where, you know, now, you know, I know, like, if anything tries to come up, I know it and I see it for what it is. And I don't allow it to fester. I don't allow it to stay with anybody, not just my husband, with anybody. Because, like I said, unforgiveness opens up to doors to sickness, to um, just blessing blockers. And um, nobody or nothing is worth you walking right. in unforgiveness. Right. and forfeiting what God has for your life and in for your marriage because if you want a healthy and a joyous marriage there cannot be no unforgiveness festering in your heart and I think you know when you just allow God to show you you sometimes we don't like God showing us us and what we need to change and but when you really allow God to do that then you know there's no room for that because you That's can right. you can see if it's trying to come you see it you, you know, you, uh, you let it go and you just keep going because God has plans for your marriage. And it's amazing when you just allow God to show you the areas where you need to let go and just walk in forgiveness with everybody, not just your husband. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you do with, let's say, that, let's say maybe there's somebody watching Elizabeth that they feel like they've forgiven, but let's say that they've forgiven, but that thought comes back to them mm -hmm. that that you know I've forgiven my husband let's say it was adultery I've yeah. forgiven my husband for adultery I've forgiven my husband for uh, uh, hurting me or I've forgiven my husband for not being there for me in this time I've forgiven him but the enemy keeps reminding reminding me about that mm -hmm. but I, I, I've made a decision. Forgiveness, uh, one thing that the Lord taught my husband and I is that forgiveness is a decision. Mm -hmm. It's a choice to forgive. Mm -hmm. The feelings sometimes come later. Yes. Yes. What do you Absolutely. do in that? In that I've forgiven, but there's still feelings. Yes. What, do you, what, what did you do? What I did, and I know that it's helped me even now, um, and I continuously do it, is, you know what? Uh, I magnify his strengths, uh, you know, your husband's strengths, everything that he is good. You know, there's always something to That's be good. grateful for. There's always something that your husband does. Maybe not a lot of things, but there might be that just <laughs> one thing, you know, that he does and that it's just so amazing. Maybe he's uh, good with your kids or he helps you around the house or whatever. And so I started magnifying what he did do and the greatness that he was in those areas instead of just constantly thinking That's of right. the, what he didn't do or, or the mistake that he had made, you know, because 
I think that that's so important, you know, that you magnify your strengths and not that's magnify really the weaknesses in your marriage. Because if you do, then you're going to always stay stuck on he oh, he doesn't ever do this. He doesn't ever do this. Well, how about you start saying, you know what, he's a he's a good dad. Uh, he helps me around the house or he does this. Even if it's just one thing, you, you magnify that and you think. Being thankful, I think, and grateful is one of the greatest really things good. that that's has brought good. a healing to our marriages that, you know, there's so many things to be grateful for. And if you think of everything that the enemy has tried to, it, had you, had I not been with my husband, we were just talking about this, had we just allowed unforgiveness and allowed, you know, the anger to get the best of us, we think about all the people we wouldn't have been able oh, to impact good. as that's a married good. couple and people that have came into our lives, you know, if we would have allowed the enemy to win. Because basically when you walk in unforgiveness you're hearing the enemy's voice than god's voice and you don't want to you don't want to go that, that road Amen. because it opens up ugly doors <laughs> yes and when you magnify a good trait it makes that one that you don't yes, like absolutely so dull. absolutely so dull because that's that shining yeah. thing is ma is dulling out the other yes, thing amen yes. you know continue to watch us and and we've, we've got a few more episodes coming up and so i just want to pray for you right now as we close I don't know where you are, if you're single, if you're divorced, or, you know, um, maybe you're struggling with your marriage. Maybe you're separated right now. You're wondering if you're supposed to go back to your husband or your wife, you know, because uh, husbands, you know, we don't know what your situation is. But let me pray for you right now. Mm -hmm. Father, we pray mm -hmm. right now, Lord, for every mm -hmm. single person that is going to be watching this episode. Lord, I pray right now that you would lead them, that you yes, would guide them, Lord. that you would show them in your word exactly what you would have them do. Yes, Father, Lord. I ask that you would yes. surround them with people that would encourage them, would guide them, would give them wisdom, yes, and would Lord. give them godly counsel, Father God. And Lord, I pray right now that you remove anybody from them that is giving them counsel that is not of you. Yes, Lord, Lord, we praise you, we thank you, thank you. in Jesus' name, amen. God amen. bless you, and we'll bless see you, you next week.